Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Six episodes, baby. The sexy sixth. A half dozen. Half dozen by the Baker's Reckoning. <laughs> Does the ship have a baker? Yeah, it's also fish guts. Oh. He's the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Wow, many hats. Wow. I mean, yeah. one hat, but, you know, metaphorically. Yeah. You it's the wear chef's hat. hat. Pirate. The chef's hat is the last one. That's why all the other hats fit inside. <laughs> yeah, it's a Russian nesting doll of hats. Oh, if we get a few more episodes deep into this and then his hat falls off and there's uh, rat folk controlling him, <laughs> I'll be so mad. I, <laughs> lawyers will come after us. Yeah. I, I was a little surprised that uh, that he didn't want Ratatouille as his uh, mate in the in the galley, but uh, Ratline Rat Ratsburger. Yeah, I think it's because he has a mini frog under his cap. That's why he picked Wit. Mm. That okay. is a good idea, okay. and just adjacent enough to avoid legal peril. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I ship Wit and Ambrose. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't at this point? I ship Ambrose and, and uh, Wit's legs by the end of this adventure. Ooh. <laughs> I think, I think if, uh Uh-oh. you know, take that one or two ways. If Wit's beyond saving, I, I can't guarantee Ambrose won't uh, <laughs> be serving a delicacy the next night. Don't want to put anything to waste. Waste not, want not on the ship. Wit not, want not. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You guys have met a lot of characters that have like a a moniker here. I mean, you have the cold blooded corsair. Obviously, one of you has given mm-hmm. yourself a moniker. I guess Bone Song is a moniker of sorts. But you know, Fish Guts, Cutthroat Grok, Owlbear, Owlbear, not his real name. <laughs> uh, even Ratline is not Ratsburger's real name. A lot of these people have. Uh, but are they nicknames? Have like pirate names, you know. Red beard or a black beard or a blue beard. Surprisingly, Captain Harrigan doesn't have a. Oh. Doesn't have a. It's just Captain Harrigan. Oh, we. That's why he'll never no. make it to the pirate oh, council. Then we need to make him one. I'm sure he would. Love given it. his given his demeanor when you met him, I'm sure he'd be up for that. <laughs> we should have to go up to him during business hours and get and, <laughs> and talk to him. The talk one thing, him. the one rule he told you: not, don't talk to him. <laughs> And confront him on his hairless face. <laughs> Here's a moniker that suits you. Chrome Dome. The keel-hauling Corsair. Yeah. <laughs> the Mwangi Menace. So do, do you guys have pirate names, like for yourselves, that you, you would want people to call you if you were a pirate? Well, the best pirates wouldn't be known by any name, right? They would just be cruising under the radar. You'd be a, a pirate with no name. Yeah. All right. That would be a nice try to weasel out of this, Chris. Yeah. (laughs) The mysterious stranger of pirates. Yeah. Well, it it didn't take me very long to to figure this one out. And it's going to be wild card. I think that's. Oh, just wild card? That's it. (laughs) Captain Wild Card. That works. That works pretty well for you. It does. Are you a regular wild card or a draw four wild card? Ooh. Definitely the uh, no mercy draw four. Oh, it's Captain Draw Four. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if his pirate stick was that. Like back in the day, the flintlock pistols, you can't reload them. So they talk about how like Blackbeard had like four guns. Oh, yeah. He's him. Captain Draw Four. Yeah, he's Draw Four. You he know, he draws you know, four guns. You know, he's out when he's fired his four <laughs> Yeah. 
He's got four in the chamber. All right, Brooks. So that's your thing. You got four flintlock pistols. All right. right. There you go. <laughs> Wild indeed. <laughs> or he's got two two of those double chamber ones. Hey. Path, Pathfinder has the, like that the double barrel. Yeah. Mm. That I'm... way he's got all four drawn at once. There you go. <laughs> a real terror. I know if I was on a pirate ship, in my vast amounts of spare time I would have, I would be knitting and crocheting. So I think my name would be Lady Pearl, the skein slinger. But Pearl is spelled P-U-R-L, like the knitting term. <laughs> That's a good one. Terrifying, I really like that. Terrifying <laughs> I, I love that. That's Captain Pearl. Curse of the crocheted pearl. <laughs> I feel like you, you would be on Nana Opal ship. Yeah, that's or a, that's a, that's a Nana Opal Red style pirate right yeah. there. Yeah, I have <laughs> some part of Opal's knitting club. <laughs> yeah, and then we would craft some terrifying snares and nets to capture other ships in. Oh yeah, you don't want to be a rigger on Captain Pearl's ship. That's well, just so they got, they got arthritis hands yeah. at 25. Yeah. yeah, these this rigging's like triple as dense as it should be. <laughs> I don't know what to pull here. <laughs> How do I hoist the sail? <laughs> just doilies all the way up. <laughs> the sails don't work because they're lace crew. Like <laughs> the sails are <laughs> <laughs> Pearl is on a rowboat. She's got three, it's a three-masted galleon with sails, but you, they all work, so the crew's got to row. <laughs> That's a real curse of the Captain Pearl. <laughs> That's very good. I chose mine just because I thought it sounded cool. Either Sea Cat Steve or just Sea Cat. Sea Cat? Yeah. Would you... Would you? What would your What would your pirate regalia be like as going by the, the name Sea Cat? Would you like? Would you have cat ears on your, on your pirate? Is that a question? Head? Is that a question? Would you like paint your I, nose? Yes. Now that you mention it, I probably would have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. Meow meow. <laughs> Prepare to be boarded. Rawr. <laughs> Don't be such a sourpuss. The merchant ships would be like, just take it. <laughs> just man. take it. Oh, oh no, that'd be there'd be an eternal clash between you and Captain Pearl yep, for the yep. for, for <laughs> oh, the yep. There we go. This is what I call synergy, people. <laughs> I think if I had to actually pick one, it would be the scheming scallywag. The scheming scallywag. Yeah, and I'd you know be up to my usual tricks just in pirate form. So like you know playing tricks like putting holes in the bottom of people's boats. <laughs> yeah, that's a trick. That's <laughs> a trick. Man, that's hilarious. That's that's a hilarious hilarious trick. Yeah, <laughs> cutting away anchors. <laughs> There's all sorts of hijinks you can get up to on the seas. Yeah, the, his, his crew, the little schemers. Yeah, the salty schemers. Contaminate the fresh water barrels. Like you yeah. can get to all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> all his hijinks are against his own crew. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, all rub rations. You would be hated. <laughs> you got President Pest ganged on the, the schemer's ship. Ooh, if we do get a ship, I think that's our ship name, though. Just the, the little schemers. schemers. Uh, I was hoping you guys would do like a yacht rock dad yacht like name. 
Salty schemer. Well, no, like one of the ones that's like, you oh, know, like like Jimmy oh, Buffett would name his shit yeah. or something. I know what you're t- like. Just mm-hmm. uh, this is a bad example, but like, see you later, and it's like yeah, SCA, yeah, and it's yeah. like, wow, that's just the shittiest one. <laughs> yeah, it's something like uh, like retirement money or four hundred one k spelled with k a y. I'm just gonna type in boomer <laughs> boat names. The <laughs> SS- oh, scenic boy. route rambler. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the scenic route. The SS business expense. <laughs> Naughty by nature, like nautical. Yeah. Unsinkable two. That's uh, a good one. Yeah. The unsinkable two. Master Bader. That's a classic. That's a fishing vessel right there. Yeah. So yeah, there's, some, there's some good ones. Well, you you have, you have time to think on that probably. Yeah. It'll be a little while till you have your own ship. I would be Captain Bell Bookworm and I would spell W Y R M. I need to get that out there because it has. I haven't been able to tell my name yet, and I thought about this for a while while you guys are talking. <laughs> so I love it. Reference. Yes, because she oh she read all the time. Just like Emily would spend all of her time uh, apparently uh, knitting, crocheting the sails. Uh, I would probably spend a lot of time reading. I love it. I think in the name of uh, like similar to Chris's, I'd be the Gilded Grifter. Mm. Oh, Ooh, I like with it. With two Fs? Yeah. Uh, That's pretty good. All your gold's been siphoned away. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be played by Matt Berry when he's a grifter. There we go. There we go. In community. There we go. I was waiting for the Matt Berry reference. I was like, he's going he's gonna to say it. You board a merchant ship just to exchange suitcases several times. <laughs> Exchanging pirate chests several times. I like these. Yeah. yeah. Your characters are probably going to have a different pirate names, I would guess. Yeah, so may- maybe not for Grady. The Lashed Losers. That's going to be us here in a several hours. <laughs> the Lashed Losers. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't fail my task. I mean, you're all getting lashes today, anyway. Oh yeah, because we were late. Yeah, yeah, I failed my task and was late. That's not going to be fun. Hey, at least at least we didn't get knocked out right before showing up to work. Yeah. So I'm excited. We to- better see the other ones getting yeah. lashes too. I'm going to be pretty angry if they didn't. <laughs> they get a pass. Oh, yeah. They're just in the uh, meeting with the surgeon to get patched up. No, nah, I'm going to be irate if that case is the case. Also, is there a surgeon on deck? There is. Yeah. You haven't met them. I think that's someone we should meet at Yeah, some we point. did. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the stitch man, Habley. Well, you, you heard about him. Yeah, you heard about him. I don't think you guys met him. But yes, Habley Quarn, stitch man. Also the carpenter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I feel he like there, several he's got to have the stitch man. I, I think he could do better as with a pirate name between surgeon and carpenter, like bone saw or some shit. That's bone a little terrifying. That's yeah. yeah like, but being go. a carpenter a and the surgeon is kind of terrifying. But that historically accurate. That's what. Pirate theme it up. His name could be Skull and Bone Saw. Skull and, no Skull and Crossbones Saw. Nice. There we nice. go. <laughs> Love it. It really flows. Flows so well. Yeah, that was a good one, Steve. And you know what? Make that and an ampersand. Nice you, know, you know what they yeah, that's that's what they really look for in uh in pirate names is how well, it flows off the tongue. Mm-hmm. And if it flows really poorly, you know, it's a good one. Yeah. Like Blackbeard, terrible mm-hmm. pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It flows off the tongue very well. It's one of the worst. Yep. 
You start to get closer with like red beard because it's not it's not a alliteration. alliteration. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to give out a hero point. This is the last one of the rotation. Brooks, have you gotten a hero point? No, I have not. I didn't know if it was you or Chris that didn't have one. Chris didn't know. You've Sorry. spent one. Yes. So I spent one, one and I have one. So okay. yes, I have, I've gotten one. And because we've been recording this for a little bit, and we've actually launched a show, we have patron submitted hero points. Uh, oh, no. So this one comes from Jai. Is that, I think that was the way we landed on saying it. Remember to designate one corner of the quarters as the bathroom. You don't want the entire ship to smell like pirate piss. That's great advice. That's pretty good advice. I wish we had that advice six episodes ago. Characters have just been pissing everywhere. But wait, we're in the ocean. <laughs> Not everybody can just let it fly over the over the yard arm there. I know that's what you've been doing as a rigger. You've been climbing up to the, yeah. to the top sail <laughs> and just pissing in the wind. I thought pirates had like pieces of pl- pieces of wood they put out with holes cut into them over the over the side. Oh, porta plank. Yeah, porta yeah. plank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a legitimate thing. You think that is a thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I, it is. I, I haven't uh, researched my pirate history enough to know if there were over-the-water shitters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. The ocean is just your trash can, right? Yeah, you yeah, throw the everything over there. The ocean is the world's I feel toilet. Like, I feel like there would be a very a pretty simple way to do that. If you make like the seat of the toilet off the back of the overhang. ship. Overhang? Yeah. yeah. Like overhang the water. Maybe yeah. they did that. Maybe you just- They called them heads because it was at the head of the ship. What? Yes. They're just the plank and the hole were located at the head of the ship. People would go to the heads. Oh, that's, the why, that's why you call the bathroom the head. Yeah. That makes sense. I have never called the bathroom that. You hey, never called you never yeah, I'm going to go hit the, the head. head. I'm going to hit know? the head. Yeah. No, I've literally oh, I, I've, heard he- I've heard the saying, I guess, but I've never really. That's where it comes from, Brooks. You just thought people were going in there and concussing themselves on the porcelain? Thought everyone was getting head in the bathroom? Mm. Shame on you, Brooks. That's why I never <laughs> used the saying. <laughs> I, never, I just didn't want to assume. <laughs> well, when last we left our heroes, they were ambushed in their sleeping quarters by several crewmates and a fist fight with some magic <laughs> ensued. They were successful in knocking out their adversaries. They took some of their gear and headed above decks where they were chastised for being late for work and were told that they would each receive three lashes during bloody hour. Then everybody performed their tasks in the morning. I believe only Kaya failed their task for the day and several of you had activities um, that you wanted to do during the day while you're performing your task. So that's where we find you now. Now for Atlas, this is pretty easy. You had uh, worked diligently, which makes sense with some of the roles that you had to make, Um, but that takes up your day task, and so you're just doing that during the day. Grady, I believe you wanted to talk to another rigger, is that correct? Yes. You meet a woman who the the most notable thing about her aside from her sandy hair and tan skin is that she does not appear to wear shoes and when she's doing the rigging and everything she's doing it all barefoot and you get to talking with her 
and she introduces herself. Ah, hello there. You're new. One of the new ones. I, Indeed I am. How long have you been aboard this ship? Uh, about a month, I'd say. Brigand comes fairly naturally to me. I was a fisherwoman. I used to um, hail from the Soddenlands. The name's uh, Sam's. Sam's Toppin. Grady Tackett. It's a pleasure to meet you. Is there something special about uh, a barefoot technique aboard these sails here? I am an old man. I'm not as spry as I once was, and I could use every advantage I could get. <laughs> I don't particularly like the feel of shoes, to be honest. In fact, most of the people on the ship call me Barefoot Sams. I kind of mean never wearing shoes. But it's a habit I picked up when I was a young girl. Never wore shoes on a ship. I think it's bad luck. For me, at least. I... I've known some sailors to take a middle ground. What with shoes, with toes, uh, in them or whatever. Real tight fit. I never liked the cut of their jibs. I always stared, steered clear of them folk. Seems they'd be expensive. Those I, kind of shoes. I suppose. The real reason is many people in the Sodlands don't wear shoes. Because the mud's so thick, you lose too many pairs for them to be practical. I, I suppose I can see how that would make sense. What brings you on the ship? What was your profession before coming aboard? Oh, I spent most of my years whaling, actually. Several decades at sea chasing whales. Oh, good at it, too. One of the best harpoon arms this side of the, uh, the shackles, I want to say. She raises an eyebrow at this. What do you reckon is the biggest whale you ever caught? Oh... There be massive blue whales that we've had the liberty of, of catching and, and, and gotten. You find all sorts of things in a whale's stomach, in the belly of the beast, as it were. But I've heard tell of even larger leviathans coasting along in the very depths of the sea. And I haven't yet had the pleasure of taking one of them, on, though I reckon I'd love to. Wouldn't that be a sight? Aye, it would. I think I'd be quite interested in seeing something similar, but, well, on a pirate ship. I... We don't... We're not quite equipped... Not quite equipped. ...to handle something like that. Indeed. Although, if it's big enough, maybe cannons would make do. I perhaps... I they're big fellas, but uh, quite, a, quite a bit harder to hit than a ship, I'd say. But while you're up in them sails, if you see one, feel free to holler. Well, I suppose I will if you've got a good harpoon arm. Aye, but no harpoon as of yet. Perhaps that'll change. <laughs> you haven't been able to buy your gear back from Grok, have you? Are you still working on that? As many of me other, uh, recently acquired crewmates are. What do you make of that lot? I haven't had a chance to talk to any of them. Aye, they're good folk. We're talking about the party, right? Yeah, yeah right, yes. right. Aye, handy in a fight, too. I don't know if you had been jumped when you first came aboard, but we had the uh, the misfortune of uh, of facing a couple blades and spells below decks before we came out topside. Hmm. Hadn't been jumped, no, but the crew was quite small when I joined. <laughs> Probably didn't have the luxury of jumping anyone, getting on anyone's bad side when there are only 15 of us or so. I, I suppose that makes sense, though. 
quite an unwelcome, uh, welcoming, I'd say. Anyways, it's been wonderful talking to you. I hope, uh, hope we get the chance to do some rigging together in the future. Yeah, I guess you're, you're both hauling rope today, right? Yeah. Um, so I'd let you make a, obviously like a diplomacy check here if you wanted to, to influence her, but I think you, you certainly get the vibe that she's interested in some of the same stuff as you being a, you know, being a whaler and her having been a fisherwoman uh, for a long time. So you could probably intuit that there may be some other things up your sleeve you might be able to roll, uh, particularly if you were going to talk about, you know, strange things you've seen at sea or, you know, things you've cut out of a whale's stomach. She might be interested in that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I rolled diplomacy, rolled pretty low uh, for a 12 total. Esoteric lore kind of has the restriction of only being a recall knowledge thing. I can't use it for anything else mm-hmm. other than that, so can't influence with it. Here is Art of Sam. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, I love the pipe. She's making the roster. When, we take, the roster. when we take the ship aboard, she's she's got, a, she's got a welcome place. She looks cool. In the patch, the eye patch. I clocked that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, at 12, you know, you, you don't really get the vibe that she's warmed up to you any, but she doesn't seem unfriendly to you. So kind of similar to uh, Ratsburger, she seems like someone that le- would at least be amicable to you and would continue to talk to you. She's not like maybe the folks you got jumped by that would <laughs> kind of be hostile to you. Yep. It's about as much as I could hope for in that situation. Sounds good. How about Calypso? Uh, Calypso wanted to talk to the other rat catchers. Okay. One of the other rat catchers is actually uh, probably the youngest member of the crew. He appears to be a boy of probably no older than 12. What? Well, he's so cute. God, I hope that's an artist's rendition and not his actual proportions. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's just a <laughs> piece of art I picked for him. Is it because the ears that you say that? That and, and his head, yeah, it's quite large. He's a goblin in disguise. <laughs> Could be. Hey, he's only 12, small kid. You know. <laughs> he's Could wearing a, a trench goblin coat. wearing human-colored skin. <laughs> Doppelgangers everywhere. I guess Calypso might ask this clear child, and how did you be on this ship? Whoa. Are you a real skeleton? I, I've been a skeleton for a few months. I didn't know skeletons could talk. I, I thought they were all kind of monsters, just attacked people. I am no threat. I do not know why the sea chose me to become a skeleton, but here I am. And I mean you no harm. (laughs) Well, that's a relief. Uh, I came aboard the... I stowed away. I wanted to be a pirate, and I think I've proven useful enough that, well, (laughs) haven't kicked me out at port yet. Uh, The name's Jack. Jack Scrimshaw. It'd be nice to meet you, Jack. I'm Calypso. How'd you end up aboard, if you don't mind me asking? Usually, I wouldn't think they'd pick up a 
Skeleton, no offense. They maybe made a mistake. I was with a large group of the other pirates. <laughs> You're telling me they didn't realize you were Skeleton when they brought you aboard? It'd be possible. I was actually awake the whole time. Oh, you got, you were part of the group that just got brought on, then? Ah, yes. It's one of the first times we'd be doing that. Taking people, that is. Really, the, the rest of the crew is here of their own will? Well, to have a share of the treasure, and to be pirates, right? We all get to be pirates. That is true, but not everyone wants to be a pirate on this ship. Well, I said it was one of the first times. Probably not the first time. Some of the people here didn't want to be here, but they didn't leave at Port Peril. Well, they didn't sneak away. I certainly didn't leave. I'm not done being a pirate yet. Do you not miss your family? Oh, I'm, I'm an orphan. Ah. You know, as the story goes, most of us that come to see. I think I'd be an orphan too. I don't remember that one. My parents died at sea. I come from a long line of pirates. So oh, I'm told. that's tragic. Oh no. His parents died at sea and he doesn't know? Okay, wait. Wait, you died at sea? I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I had a kid. I don't remember, though. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I don't quite remember him. Just the stories that they tell me at the orphanage about him. What kind of stories? Just that they were great pirates. Did my, my father was a captain. Did they have some sort of specialty or just general pirates? I think they were good pirates. You know, the good kind, at least. They weren't weren't slavers or anything from what I heard. That is good. It is not wise to trade any of the people. He kind of fidgets for a moment. I don't quite know if this is rude. Can you take off your head? Is that something you can do? And then I do him one better, and I straight up collapse all of my bones apart. <laughs> Mom, are you alright? <laughs> and the, the head from the ground will just say, I, I'll be fine. This is a trick I have. <laughs> As Calypso spends the next minute putting herself about, like back together. You know, that's quite the sight. I'm, I'm kind of used to bones. Do you know anything about Scrimshaw? Haley doesn't. Would Calypso? <laughs> Maybe it's not like super uncommon. It's it's um, it's like carving into bones. Oh yeah, looking that up, I definitely know what that is. I just didn't know what it was named. Huh? <laughs> I'll make sure I don't use any of yours. Uh, if you were a pile like that, I might have just grabbed one. But I do like the way this looks. Maybe in the future, if you get really good, I can lend you a rip. I'd be wanting it back, though. You want me to decorate it or something? Aye, like a tattoo. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. I'd be up for that. I can show you some of my work sometime. See if you like it, and maybe one of these days you give me a rib. If I get some free time, I get to slip away from rat catching or whatever else Mr. Scourge has me doing that day. I'd be happy to carve it up for you. This would be excellent to my collection. I think this would be good. I definitely 
Want to see these simples? Okay. Maybe tonight, then. I can't rightly leave work to go get them. Otherwise, I'd probably get the lash. <sighs> I don't like that he gets lashes, too. Part of being a pirate, right? <laughs> I, I, I guess that'd be the way this captain run their ship. But I thank you for the future art. Uh, do you want to attempt to influence him? Yeah. Sure. Because you were putting on a show, I would also allow performance. They're all the same, but I'm going to do performance because that's fun. Okay. I really, I wish I would have done the background music and had really dramatic collapse, but anyways, this was fun. Uh, seven on the die for 14. 14 actually is enough to influence Jack Scrimshaw, uh, being a young, impressionable lad. Um, yeah, and the bones. Especially, yeah, the bones. <laughs> uh, you've activated his special interest. Um, <laughs> And so, Jack Scrimshaw is friendly to you. Ooh. Nice. This will be useful when we fight his skeleton pirate dad later. <laughs> now, Dad, these are my friends. <laughs> already got enough skeleton pirates on this ship. Well, great. So, uh, you've made a new friend. And I think it is Kaya's turn. Kaya, what are you doing? Kaya wants to talk to Sandy to ask her for a little bit of help. Okay. So you kind of slip off from your duty for a little bit. Sandy's not hard to find. She's also working below decks. So, uh, you know, you swabs kind of work similar areas. Well, Sandy, uh, what's what's happening? How's your day been so far? I heard about you being late this morning. What happened? Not the best day. Not the best start to the day. We got, we got jumped by some other crew members. I don't know what their problem was. They're looking worse than we are. If you don't mind me speculating, they're probably working with, uh, or cozying up to that Mr. Scourge, or Master Scourge, rather. Seems to have a thing out for you specifically. Ah, he does. Can't say I like him much either. <laughs> These the feelings mutual then. We do still, and she she lowers her voice a little bit. We do still have something from him. And she pulls out the key. I have a hunch where this key might go, but it means we need to make a new friend. Have you met Owlbear, the one who's chained up? I can't say I've talked to him. He seems quite uh, standoffish <laughs> if you get near him. I don't know if you've had the chance to get near him, although I thought I saw you playing a game with him last night or something. I was. I think this key might unlock his chains, but I can't get close enough to try it out. I was playing the game with him to try to become his friend. I think we could use more friends. I that'd be a good idea. What do you have in mind, though? If you unlock him, won't those that keep him locked up know? We have to buy our time. If he's on our side, we at least could sneak around a bit more. He is left to guard the area. And then when it's time to take our freedom back, maybe we free him as well. We can't stay under this tyranny forever. We aren't strong enough yet. But I think we can turn this crew. 
Talking mutiny on day two. That's Micaiah. All right, then. Do you want to go together? Maybe you could help me out, introduce me. That's a good that idea. Way, you know, he's not... <laughs> I'm not coming at him fresh. He knows I'm friends with the girl that was playing games with him. He is a bit wary of new people. Make sure you're kind to him. He doesn't have it easy on this ship. Well, none of us do, but especially him. Right. Wasn't planning on being mean to him. He just scared me a bit as all passing by him. So the two of you are kind of, you know, you're, you're in the below decks. You can easily uh, head over to Albert. You approach him from one side and he kind of like hears you coming and scowls. But when he fully turns his head, you see his face kind of light up a little. Oh, it's you. Hi there, Albert. Hello, Kaya. How are you? Ah, uh, not my best day, but uh, it's a little better now getting to talk to you. And, uh... Who's your friend? This is my friend, Sandy. My best friend. It must be nice having a best friend. What's that like? Hmm. Do you have sleepovers and stuff? Well, I guess we do now. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're all kind of having sleepovers, not me. Because I don't get to stay in the same room. Hmm. Well, that doesn't mean we can't be friends. Maybe even best friends. Oh, wouldn't mind having a best friend. Best friends but, look out for each other. We can look out for you. And he he actually like sticks out a hand to like shake Sandy's hand when he uh, he meets her. I was always told it's best to be polite when you meet new people, but the crew of the ship likes me to be mean. Likes me to be scary. I'm not all that scary, you know. When you get to know me. I think. We could all take some time to get to know each other. That way, none of us are scary. I think I quite like that. Right. Uh, well, it's a pleasure, uh, Mr. Albert. Now, we were wondering, we happened across um, an item, and we were wondering if we could take a look at your chains. I know no one's supposed to be getting close to you, or anything, but I figured if we're all gonna be friends here, you might be allowing us to take a look at that chain on your neck there. We won't pull it or anything, of course. Just want to see something. What do you think? Uh, well, I'm not quite sure. What do you think, Kaya? You gonna? You don't see anybody around, do you? She takes a look around the room and then listens to hear if anyone's going up or down the stairs. Yeah, go ahead and make me a perception check. Ooh, not great. A six. Well, luckily you have Sandy helping you with a 20. I think we've got the all clear for the moment. Let's give it a look and Kaya will get closer to check out the lock to see if it looks like the key is a match. Okay, so to do this quickly, I'm going to need a thievery. Now, you can either do your thievery assisted by Sandy or Sandy's thievery assisted by you. Oh, I am trained in thievery and I have a plus five. What is Sandy? Same as you. Oh, okay. I'd like to roll it and then if Sandy can try to aid me. Okay, so Sandy's going to try and aid first. 
successfully hits with a 15 on the well, tire. I maybe should have had her roll it. Oh, you get the aid bonus. Oh, I did not put it on, but oh my gosh, a natural 20. Wow. With a natural 20, yeah. you are quickly able to find the correct key that does unlock Albert's kind of like metal collar here. And I think with such a good roll, you know, you, you kind of, you're able to separate the key from the chain and keep it in your pocket as, as you know, the, the right key. And you're also able to kind of with unlocking it, when you put it back together, you jam it in such a way that loosens it, making Ooh. it far more comfortable for Albert to have nice. it around his neck. Uh, you have just made Albert friendly. <gasps> yeah. Yay! We have another friend. This should feel a bit better for you. I can't let you completely free. I'm sure that would cause us both more trouble. But someday, we'll make sure you're no longer chained. Miss Kaya, that actually feels quite nice around my neck. Uh, thank you for whatever you did. Miss Sandy, it was a pleasure meeting you as well. Thank you for helping out. Uh, I, I don't know that the two of you should be seen talking to me for much longer, though. Uh, you might get us in trouble. Ah, uh, that's a good point. I'm already in quite a bit of trouble today. Well, if, uh, if you want to swing by later, uh, I'm always happy to play a game. Or, uh, or maybe, uh, if you want to come this way and uh, I can help uh, in any way I can, because you made me, really made my, uh, my neck feel a lot better. Uh, feel free to swing by. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be right here. <laughs> that sounds lovely. I'm sure I will need your help in the future, because that's what friends do. Right. It's nice to have a couple friends. Albert kind of smiles and waves at you guys as you leave. I quickly heads back to try to catch more rats because she is not having great luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, we move on to Wit. Wit, uh, you're having a bull session with Ambrose, and we did not roll your fortitude save last time uh, because you have to drink an extra helping of rum. So let's get that fortitude save real quick. Rum, rum in my tum. Oh. With a 19 on the die. Almost a one, but a 19. Yeah, you are all set on the rum. Uh, no, no issues there. The only issue is that the DC is going to be slightly harder when you drink your rum ration tonight because you've already consumed some alcohol. <laughs> but aside from that, no ill effects from the rum and you were able to get some wine from the galley. You know Grok's shop is actually like attached to the galley. It's, I guess I would say, the kind of adjacent corner room of the galley, if, if that makes sense. So with, within the galley, you see like a, there's a door that's kind of towards the uh, floor of the ship and it actually, uh, you know, if you if you knock here, it's one of those, I don't know how that door, like what the door is called, where like the top and the bottom open independently. 
but that's how this door operates. So like the top swings open mm -hmm. and you see like the upper half of Grok uh, looking down at you. I heard that someone over here liked wine. Ow, where'd you be hearing that? Oh, young cook's mate. You're being too kind for you, Grok. You wouldn't happen to be coming on behalf of uh, your friend Calypso, would you? I would indeed. That that fiddle is mighty important. Ah, uh, so you're interested in uh, Miss Rosie Cuswell's fiddle. Well, I could certainly be giving you that for this uh, generous offering. Am I safe to assume then you're a part of uh, that? Well, you're you're getting along well with the other new new crewmates. If you wanna wanna say uh, an early morning beaten, uh, getting along well with all of them, uh, not necessarily. Well, they wouldn't be the new ones. I'm talking about you and Miss Calypso and. Miss Caswell and um, and your other friends that were press gang together with you. You're all getting along well. Yeah, we happen to be uh, just fine and dandy. And from what you were just saying, I can assume that a group of the older crew came down and gave you a beating this morning, which is why you were late to work. That'd be the case. Well. A friend of a friend is a friend indeed. And if you're friends with Miss Calypso, then I can expect you'll be giving her any information I give to you. Aye. The people, you said, came down to give you a beating. That's not the tale they're spinning. The uh, officers heard that there was a brutal beating below decks for sure, and that several of the crew were robbed of all their belongings. In fact, Master Scourge is conducting an investigation on the matter. Ye'd not want to be caught with whatever objects he pilfered. But being a friend of a friend, and knowing that loot is loot, and once loot enters my four walls, it becomes part of the captain's loot. I'd be willing to offer another trade. You bring me these stolen goods, I'll look the other way and return your gear in kind. And we'll all play it off as if I never heard of such a theft. You'll no longer have the incriminating items. I, I believe I, I smell what you're stepping in. <laughs> well, it's what you stepped in, unfortunately. But I don't mind helping you clean it up. Ah, uh, this this does sound like uh, could use a little cleaning up, indeed. A real shame that we're trying to get pinned up for something that wasn't our doing. But your deal is well, is mighty generous. <laughs> it weren't a good look taking the stuff on them. I can see how that might spin a different tale. Then you just knocking them out. That'd be true, but if they were to come back, we'd at least have something. Right. It made well, it made sense at the time. Now I'm giving you an opportunity to have something, and to 
wipe your hands clean of this as much as you can. If Scourge comes sniffing, I'll tell him it's part of the captain's loot. What can I say? I worked down below decks knowing that these things were stolen if they entered my supplies. And, well, I got this quite fine wine. Maybe I were a bit in me cups when it was traded to me. I didn't keep quite good records. Forgot who might have brought it. Shame that. Just a shame how that happens indeed. <laughs> I'd go gather it as fast as you can. Bring it back here before I close up. Well, luckily, Wit has a second action today. <laughs> so do you want to use your second action, kind of finding each person and gathering up the stuff that they had taken? I, I think so. I, I think that would be, I mean, call it metagame, maybe not, but uh, Kaya's already got, uh, she, she's in hot water already. Yeah, Kaya's going to get tarred and feathered next, I think. <laughs> How do you tar and feather someone's already feathered? All right, well, I got a short layers. bow and arrows. I mean, this oh, is... Oh, layers? <laughs> 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 layers. <laughs> What is she tried in gum? Got twice as many feathers now. That sounds like a man who knows his way around tar. Hey, been there, no man. <laughs> Real whispering tyrant over there, tar buffon. <laughs> so yes, wait. I would say you could definitely spend your second action doing that. The only thing that I would suggest is potentially doing it stealthily. Oh yeah. So if you want to go ahead and roll me a stealth check. I'll just apply it to you, you kind of wandering around the ship, bumping into your crewmates, trying to find a spot uh, where you're not being observed and taking their gear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think while Wit is in front of Grok right now, they're going to uh, pull out that javelin that they've been holding on to. Sure. And the sickle. She'd take yeah, all that stuff and... Uh, and kind of see she's got like these six big chests kind of lining the walls behind her and she fishes around in one uh, pulls out like a set of keys unlocks it and uh, wit consider yourself fully geared as she returns all of the items that were taken from you in exchange for these fantastic We'll be writing down here that it were exchanged for gold. Aye, that'd be fine with me. Roll that stealth. Yes, that is a 12. With the 12, you're not particularly unnoticed as you go around the ship, but I will allow you a perception to try to, you know, even if you're not being as subtle as you wanted to, to try and corner each of your allies in a situation where there are as few people watching as possible. Okay. So this will be kind of your situational awareness here. Alright, 17. Yeah, with a 17, I think um, the end result from all of this is you're able to get the gear off of everyone, and maybe a couple members of the crew see you, like, walking around with stuff, but they don't see the interactions. Okay. Okay. 
you're able to corner each person in a, in a spot that kind of hides you from the general public, uh, at least in the moment of exchange. Perfect. Perfect. Wit's gonna keep an eye on their back from a sense of just knowing that they've been seen with these items, not necessarily that they're implicated in like the actual theft, I guess. Right, right. And so, yes, you are able to return to Grok, return these items, and get your allies' items in turn. But Grok will kind of pause before she hands everything over. Ye be letting your friends know. I've taken a liking to the group of you, yes. But this be putting me at great risk. And so ye owe me. I won't tell you what now. Because I don't know now. But when I call in a favor, you'll do it. I Understood? It is understood, ma'am. Uh, is that not what crewmates are for? Having each other's back. I be ashamed to see one of you keel hauled over something small like this, especially since you've been framed. And in the time of need, I, I hope that we can look for your support as, as well. Well, I'm supporting you now. It, it is true. So, assume I've got your best interests in heart. Very well. Much appreciated. Well, you've made it just in time. I'm about to close up shop and break into these fine bottles of wine. <laughs> you can find me later listening to the fine stylings of Calypso and Miss Coswell as they've promised me a performance for this exchange. And how would I be able to say no to a performance like that? It, but say la vie for now. Checkpoint reached gotten everyone's gear back. Yeah. yeah. I'm equipping so many so things on my So exciting. In addition, I believe Wit would probably bring this back to Calypso. While they're giving Calypso the rest of her gear, the fiddle is probably a Calypso Rosie exchange. Yes. So. Yeah, hang on. I was just equipping my gear. Uh, but the short bow would have gone back. Yes, anything that you had would go back. But all of your original gear is now good to go. Beautiful. I have Yay. armor again. I've just put an item in your inventory, Calypso. Oh, I see it. You want to go ahead and make me a magical tradition check on this fiddle? Sure. Just, just trying to find one... That I've got, oh, they're, neither of them are good, so I'll try society. That's not one. What? Oh, no, it's not. Occultism. Arcana, occultism, nature, or religion. It's fine. I've got occultism, but that was <laughs> natural one. Two times in a oh, row. No. Once on the accidental society and on the occultism. Wanted, <laughs> oh boy. For a five. <laughs> yeah, you can tell this is a very fine instrument get a suspicion that it's magical, but you don't really know what it does. Okay. <laughs> sounds, sounds good. <laughs> so I will get, I'll, I'll give this back to Rosie. I'll bring it back to her. I'm assuming during, you know, dinner time. No well, uh, 
before dinner time. Oh no, it's Blunny. You hear the ringing of the bell as everyone is called from work to bloody hour. And Mr. Scourge announces, Those that were late for duty this morning will find themselves, uh, well, present themselves for their lashes. Unfortunately, several crew members were found beaten in the lower decks this morning. And so their tardiness will not be chalked up to their own decisions. I will also be launching an investigation on those responsible for the beating and theft of that group's personal belongings. Those found guilty will at minimum be put in the sweat box for the rest of the journey. And that would be a light sentence. Mr. Tackett, you're first at the mast. All right, Critty's an old hand at getting whipped. He heads up to the mast and assumes the position. All right, here comes the first lash. These will all be non-lethal. Oh, boy. First lash cracks across Grady's back, dealing three points of non-lethal damage. Scourge winds up again. Swings harder this time, dealing four points of non-lethal damage. And then seems to falter with the last hit. Doesn't quite hit the last mark he made, uh, dealing one point of non-lethal damage. Well, Grady's back is bloodied by those blows, and so is his... Hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Reiner to the mast. Atlas slithers on over when this guy made his big old, ah, I'm evil, and these evil people that attacked you aren't getting punished for attacking you. He just was, Atlas was completely stone-faced, just like, yep, that tracks. Time to get my beating. So he goes up to the mast. Let's see how bad it gets. The first whip cracks, dealing three points of damage. He winds up again and swings, dealing another three points of damage. And the final blow lands, dealing one point of damage. Ooh, so Atlas takes some nasty shots. He's got those three, like, bloody long gashes down his back. And grits his teeth and slithers on back, knowing that those are definitely going to scar. Next, I'll have the cook's mate wit to the mast. Okay. This is... This'll be, uh... I, I hope they're low rolls. Wit's pretty well, hurt from aside, earlier. You guys would be at full health, I think, if we were saying that, like, in between you could sneak drinks of the chalice during the day. Yeah, yeah, oh. we're kind of saying that, you know, you could you could do things to right yourselves during the day Okay. from that combat. Wit has medicine, so. Exactly, Wit could have been patching, True. patching themselves up, uh, mm -hmm. you know, at pretty much any time during this bull session. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Probably made the, the stitches... Maybe not quite as neat, but the actual... <laughs> little jagged, little jagged. <laughs> All right. 
the first whip cracks for three points of damage. A lot of threes. Next, two points of damage, and the final blow Ooh. deals three points of damage. Finally, time to punish my own swabs. Calypso to the mast. And Calypso, uh, I guess, creaks up, but she is bones, so she's kind of curious because usually whips do... She's, like, never been whipped as a, as, a, as a pile of bones, so she's like, huh, I wonder how much this will hurt me as she goes up to the mast. Do you take non-lethal damage? Great question. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the undead piece of skeletons. It's generally a thing for undead, but skeletons act a little differently. Well, I am immune to death facts, but I and I have negative survival. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Doesn't say about anything about non-lethal. Well, then we will assume you can take it. Yeah, I mean, I'll try and take it, yeah. So the first lash strikes true for three points of damage. Okay. Another lash coming for one point of damage, and the final whip crack dealing six points oh, of God. damage. That's... That was... That's... So, and uh, Calypso comes back and uh, realizes, or like walks back and realizes it makes her entire body shake as the bones are like ringing. Um, and it's like an, a, a really, really deep, like internal, just like ring into her bones of like almost, almost sound damage in a different way. Oof, yeah. <laughs> like the worst funny bone hit. Yeah, like really bad Ooh. funny bone and like, or like a really bad, but you know, like when you're in a, a car with way, way, way too much bass and mm-hmm. it makes it feel like, like your whole body is shaking and it, it it's like your teeth rattle that. <laughs> Finally, Master Scourge turns to Kaya. For being late and your general insubordinate attitude as well as failing in your duties... Kaya to the mast. Kaya takes a deep breath and sets her face in stone. She does not want to give him the satisfaction of seeing how much this hurts. You all look on and probably grit your teeth for Kaya as Scourge turns to Mr. Plug. Mr. Plug, would you mind if I borrowed the cat? Oh, no. All right, Mr. Scourge. Have at her. And he swaps the whip for a cat of nine tails. Mm. So rude. This is going to hurt a little bit more. The first... Swing of the cat of nine tails cracks, dealing four points of damage. Oh. And you see, the rest of you see from the gashes on Kaya's back, this is most certainly lethal. Oh, oh no. The next swing of the cat deals three points of damage. And the final swing deals another three points of damage. Ouch. 
Kaya is bleeding profusely from the back. Oh, no. Let that be a lesson to you. Continue that mean streak of yours, and this won't be the first time the cat graces your back. Kaya turns around and stares at him with as blank of an expression as she can muster after taking quite a bit of damage and the blood it slowly drips down her back and starts to drop to the deck and she just turns around and joins the rest of the party and as you leave bloody footprints and huddle around your friends heading to dinner dubious meal served by drunk uh, (laughs) Ambrose Croup (laughs) I'll have you finish your lashings because we'll see you next week (laughs) oh my gosh Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Skull and Shackles is copyright 2012. Skull and Shackles and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2E show, The Bestow Curse Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.